Hey, before you get locked into the podcast, please rate this podcast five stars on the Apple platform. I need to pop up in the algorithm, share it, screenshot it, tag me, Corey Cash TV. And if you want to see the visuals, please um, follow and subscribe to the YouTube channel, um, Corey Cash TV. Thank you. Okay, back. Um, I'm always apologizing for not being consistent, but shit be happening. And I got to get like co hosts schedules together it's a lot it's too much with this podcast and shit especially like not like when you have to do everything by yourself it's just a lot like one upload is just like fuck i had to and then it, especially when people depending on you like yo when that shit gonna be uploaded when that shit gonna be uploaded it's a lot so it's a lot i take too many hiatus but i have to show consistency if i want to like do show companies that they can um rely on like putting ads on my shit and shit like that i have to show some type of consistency so back with uh with all that being said back with another episode of Corey cash podcast episode 69 i want to say that's the horrible number and i'm talking to a brooklyn nigga and y'all don't like 69 so that's a horrible <laughs> number right now <laughs> but um yeah i'm back i got my man brando with me he can introduce himself it was good it was good brooklyn brando everywhere that's that's really it um Damn, son. Though me and him, shit. When we start, when you, when I started coming over there, like he had a whole brand. I used to come over there and do the podcast. That's like my first. I want to say like after five podcasts, I'm just it's Brooklyn brand of the so, beginning. You so I I found you obviously not really obviously, but I followed you on Vine. Right. I followed you on Vine. Niggas, you know, moved over to. Instagram when it was popping or whatever. Right. Once I got the whole podcast network, had like seven, eight podcasts I was producing. I'm like, yo, let me hit this nigga up because this nigga's funny. Yo, I never even... Go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, so like, you know, so just a little brief background, right? Like, I had a blog called Brooklyn Brand in 2011, 2012. You know, niggas aging themselves. And... I had gone viral on the site itself, then on Facebook. This is previous to like, like all of the bigger blogs or whatever. Right. And on Facebook, I was doing stupid numbers, like, like over 20 million, 30 million interactions a week that inevitably led me to get in the office thinking like, oh, it's going to be a business, started a recording studio and that all folded. But we, uh, my man's, had been on podcasts from before black people was listening to podcasts. Like literally like there were no black podcasts. I think combat Jack was the first one I knew of. Yeah. 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 He's one of the yeah. first ones I knew of too. So basically we ended up starting what was called the breakdown at the time. Right. And he was doing it. Got crazy. My man got a little corporate job in a WeWork building. And for those of y'all who know, WeWork is like a shared workspace and you could use the space for like whatever you want. Right. So outside of your office, it's like common workspaces. So of course, you know, we hustle. So I'm like, yo, like, it's like six rooms, like the run a whole joint here. So we right. brought on other podcasts and it kind of, it kind of, you know, it was doing well. So eventually, like I said, I, I really started to expand because right. I was doing crazy numbers on Facebook, making people go viral. And I was like, nah, we got to get this original content. So I reached out to you, you came, he was a, a a guest on a, po- a number of podcasts. Yeah, I was a guest. Yo, yeah, I was yeah, doing like, like floating through, floating through everybody podcast. Like three or four day, like three or four day. 
Because it yeah. was my it was my podcast. The, the the women had a podcast. You had your podcast, and then it was um, what's the other kid name, bro? We had a segment of like shouting out beautiful women and stuff. Oh uh, yeah, Eric with uh Eric, the podcast. Eric had his own podcast. About so it's like it was literally four podcasts a day, and it was crazy because. You would think to yourself, like, talking a lot, like, I, I'm tired of talking about the same shit, but it's like, you really don't talk about the same shit because everybody's shit is, perspective is different. So that, that was kind of, that, that whole experience was just dope. Like, and it's like, if you think about it, like, you planted the seed very early because you saw, you saw futuristic thinking, like, now everybody's just Black want to own media. Like, one right. day media, and then now they want to sign podcasters to the media and have multiple um podcasters under the, uh, Media companies. <laughs> oh, I mean, it was like Jack, Combat Jack was like the first, honestly, bro. Like he was the blueprint. Rest in peace, yeah. Combat Jack too. Yeah, rest in peace, Combat Jack. But he really was the blueprint. Um, and I don't want to, you know, obviously, I definitely have, you know, the ability, you know, to, you know, look at media, look at tech, and and see what's going on. But right, he, I, I ain't gonna hold you. Keep it a buck. I hated podcasts. Like OD, my man really was like, yo, this is it, this is it. And I remember we argued because I was like, yo. We need visual. We need visual. Like, I got ADHD, bro. I'm like, I need visual. He right. wasn't with the visual. So with Combat Jack, he, Combat Jack and Sway were two, like, uh, examples for me because I saw Combat Jack. Obviously, I recognize. I've never like, seen Combat Jack like that. I've heard his podcast on SoundCloud. He did. So, so he did a lot, you know, audio-wise, but he started getting the videos up and it was right, 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 not, right. and it might have been a complex thing i don't know yeah. i do know that sway because my mom always has serious xm right 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 right. i would listen and then when sway got on youtube i peeped that they literally had like the two hour show and they would put the whole two hours on one block then they would do 10 minute segments <clears throat> and then they would do the actual radio segments and right. i remember arguing because i'm like yo you know this is before really we understood the internet to what the, the way we do today right and i'm like yo you gotta flood the game you gotta flood these niggas and nobody wanted to really listen to me plus of course you know the tech you had to get the cameras you had to get it was right it was all a learning experience that i eventually learned all of it but it, it kind of got tiring because it's like when you behind the scenes and you know this, when you behind the scenes and you're doing all this, sometimes you burn yourself out burn from yourself, your own yeah. personal, you know, your own personal place as far as creativity goes. And it's funny that you talk about like the expectations that people have of you because yes. from the time that, you know, we link, the conversation has always been right. like, oh, like, how do you, how do you make it to the next level? Or why did New York cast not make it to the next level? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And one of the biggest things is like, Motivation. Right. We in New York, bro, at the end of the day, not making no excuse because I know niggas love to be on some like, yo, just grind and work hard. Bro, like, life is not easy in New York City, bro. It's not. At all. Like, it's not. Niggas, you know, behind the scenes, niggas listen to your podcast, get to laugh. They don't, they don't really understand what the fuck is they going on. They don't understand that this, 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 this pain, this, <laughs> the pain curates what I could make it comical just for me to be sane. Like, I got to take real life situations and make it funny so you can visualize it and you can laugh because I have to make it relatable because it, it sometimes it does suppress pain. Like, like, nah, this right. shit is hard. Like, there's a lot of people that are be in these positions, like, just the living conditions. Like, you can't wear expensive shit in New York at one point in time. Right. I had to learn that that wasn't normal. Like, I'm talking to other people, like, robbing niggas for Pele's was normal to us. Robbing a nigga for a new coat was normal for us. Robbing somebody for shoes is normal for us. I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna cut you off. That's a lot of uptown shit, though. 
It is a lot of uptown Harlem. It's a lot of uptown. Shit. Shit. It, it is a lot of Harlem. Bro. Brooklyn, 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 Brooklyn is coming Brooklyn over is here, just, grabbing it, grabbing niggas. That's up a and taking fact. Shit. But Brooklyn is just like for me, Brooklyn was just like violence. It was who could fight. Well, let me be clear. Let me let me clarify. Let me clarify. I hate this part, but I'm from Brownsville, so right. Brownsville is just a different beast altogether. <laughs> like the only hoods left in Brooklyn right now is Brownsville, some parts of East New York, and Coney mm-hmm. Island. That's really it. And Coney Island is still in the 80s. The niggas is different. So, you know what I mean? But we in a weird in-between generation, you feel me? Because, like, mm-hmm. we're, like, in between the super young niggas and in between the old niggas now. So we sort of experience both. You know what I mean? We we remember life before the internet. and life That's with crazy, the- right? Yeah. That's yeah. insane. Like, we really... Like, if you... I want to... What age would you start? Like, 28? I, I'm 91. So I want to Nin- say... 80, 80, I want to say 88, 89. If you like 30, 30, 32, I want to say 32, 33, you like the middle child. Like you in between two times and it's hard. It's hard because it's like the young niggas don't respect the old niggas and the old niggas don't want to understand the young niggas because they're, they're very, Yo, I have this discussion all the time with my friend. I call him a, I call him all the time a conservative. I call him that shit all the time. <clears throat> Why? He just don't. He not. He don't. He's like like traditional shit. Like he don't want to change. Like he yeah. don't. Like I call him. I'm like, when it comes to all beliefs, like I like he like I'm gonna say whatever the fuck I want to say. Like bro, you can't say that now because you get canceled. Oh yeah, yeah he's yeah, one yeah. of those. And then he's just not like. Damn, what was the discussion? All right, so we could go into it because it's gonna it's gonna heat everybody up. I don't give a fuck about it. His his whole thing, he's been arguing with like people about he's not an OD old nigga because he but he's been arguing with niggas about presidency, right? Trump to be exact. <laughs> he's straight, he's straight telling niggas, he's straight telling niggas he don't support Biden, he don't support Trump, but he'd be like, I fuck with him. And he no, he did vote for him, right? He voted for nigga. Be like, I'm like, yo, bro. He's like, why, why people, why? So he's like, why my mother don't, um, why older people don't have like an explanation on why they like dislike Trump? I said it's easy because he spreads hatred. He was like, yeah, but he never said nothing against the African American. I'm like, but you're not articulated in that way. <laughs> he did though, and he did. He did say some fly he shit. Definitely about did. Mom. You know what it is? He said. He said over-the-top stuff about Mexicans. Yes, and, and, and specifically Middle Eastern Muslims. He yeah, has a Muslim, target. Chinese and, and Muslim, Chinese, and Mexicans. He said, like, OD shit. Yeah, but yeah, for I, Black people, it was more like the Blacks and, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. yo, Trump, honestly, bro, is a president that's hard to, to, to really put your finger on because I think this that president made more people aware than mm-hmm. any other president in our lifetime. That's true. Um, aware enough to pay attention. Like when Obama was president, like you couldn't vote for him the first time, right? You was too young. Not just 08? Yeah. You didn't vote then. No, 17. Yeah. You can vote so, at 18, right? Yeah, 18. So boom. So understand. So boom. Probably 17. Bro, this is like my 18th birthday. Like this is the first time I could vote. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. This is some, some indoctrination. Like, like yeah. yo. Black dude, like, bro, I actually worked the polls. Pause. I had worked 
at a school by my crib, you feel me? And right. number one, I ain't gonna hold you. I learned a lot of people lived in my hood that like were well to do. You feel me? Like had a good job. Like I remember a girl worked at MTV and I was bugging out like, you live in a ville? Like you're wrong. But anyway, whatever. <laughs> so I vote, I vote, right? Yo, Obama 08, ah, ah, whatever. Mm-hmm. The, the whole four years and then even the next four years, I don't feel like we paid a lot of attention because, you know, this was a cool dude. Right. This president with Trump, he sort of like was wilding so much, you started to pay attention. So you had a lot of people paying attention. Right. And with that being said, he would talk crazy. But as far as like getting certain things done, not taken away from his rhetoric and everything, yeah. when like case in point, ASAP Rocky, yo, we gonna get him out, uh, uh, whatever. Ain't like got the nigga out. You feel me? Right, right. Like, even even when it comes to meeting with people and talking, like he was such a grifter. I feel like he definitely got things that even if it was like you know building a park. Not to say he built parks. Right. I feel like if you look at his track record, he's right. done as much probably for the black community as any other president, which is not saying much. It's not to say that yeah, they, they don't, don't, they don't, they don't do nothing. They so don't do nothing, like, yeah. So when you see people who like, are like, yo, he not that bad though. You gotta understand, especially cause we from the hood and niggas be ignorant. But at the same time within their ignorance, it'd be some logic. Cause it'd be like, damn, like you have Biden on his run talking about if you don't vote for me, you're not black. Exactly. Like, that's tough. Like, I really wish, like, Obama could run again or something, because not to say, that, again, he would be better, but, like, I, f- I really felt disrespected when Biden said that. Like, what are you, like, bro? Like, we've literally been focused for the last but four years. But my thing is, like, damn, we, you got, we got, this is what we always had these conversations and drift off. But my thing is, like, even when, why the black vote is easy to get? Because we are, I think we've been, complacent for a long time. I think we in a two party system where like you either going to vote for Republicans who are extremely conservative and disrespectful, or you're going to vote for Democrats who basically, <laughs> uh, I got all the euphemisms I got is very vulgar, but like they going, they going to do it, you, say it, fuck it. they going to do you in, in private. You feel me? Like they, they like, like my experience is this, right? So I work for the department of education, whatever right. I worked. I worked in Park Slope for two and a half years and I have family in Park Slope, but I worked in Park Slope just as de Blasio became the mayor. Right. And what I learned from that coming from Brownsville and then not really, I ain't gonna hold you. I really just be in the hood. I don't be anywhere else. I don't, so I don't really interact with a lot of New York city white people. Right. Interacted with the liberals who I've always, you know, be like, Oh, the liberals, the liberals. Yeah. And I have to say, bro, like, their form of racism is a lot more annoying. So, so yeah, I um, I worked in Park Slope, right. Just as uh, Biden, Biden, just as uh, De Blasio was becoming mayor, and that's when I first experienced like liberal white people who were like, "It's weird, bro. Like, it's super weird their type of racism. Like, they say shit like, I don't see color. You feel me? Like, and you be like, what?" Or is that like, a deflection for racism or do they, like, just white people are, like, I'm not saying I believe them, but do they come from a standpoint that they, they mind is just focused on money so they don't think about the no, mistreatment no, of other no, races? No, 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 no. I'm just, I just offer a different The reason why I say that is because I can hear that from somebody that lives in Kansas. Right. Well, I, I hear that from somebody that lives in New York, in New York. because yeah. a lot of times when you say you don't see color, it's usually used when... You're trying to make sense out of like 
a lack of equality. So like, yes, yes. they'd be like, oh, like, like I treated you this way or I had this attitude. So let's say, for instance, you walk in somewhere and you get accused of stealing or somebody's following you or whatever. And you're like, oh, this is racism because I'm black. And they're like, no, I don't see color. It's just because of what? Like, like explain why. Right. And when they try to break it down, if they're honest, the things that they break down are racial. And so obviously, if I walk in, what is the only defining characteristic about myself? I'm black. Right. Like, duh. But right. as far as like, as far as like with the presidents, I feel like there's a lot of black people who are secretly conservative. Like niggas will niggas would be, you know, like liberal. Oh yeah, I'm voting for Biden, I'm voting for this. But there's mad black people who like Christian, like super, you know, like pro, what is it? Pro uh pro-life. Pro-life facts. You know what I'm pro-life, uh, a homophobic. Like, I feel like there's mad black people that are like that. So I think that the the majority of black people, because whenever the De- Dem- um Democratic Party like ended up being for us, like whenever they switched up and was like, oh, like. You know, we for black people. We are people who like been looking for support for mad long. So like we have to go with whoever is gonna be like, yo, we with you. And even though mm-hmm. every time they come into power, they don't really do nothing for us. Are you gonna go with the people who like, yo, we with you? Or are you gonna go with the people who are like, I hate niggas? I go with the, and to be logical, it might sound hurtful. I go with the nigga that'd be like, I hate niggas. Yeah, but the thing is their policies don't have nothing to do with us. And that's the yeah. problem. That's because the, like, I, I asked a lot of people and then and people, I broke it down to this logic, like the simplest logic as far as Joe Biden and Trump. I said, would you rather see a sign that say, I hate niggas are not allowed at this restaurant. Or would you rather go into the restaurant and sit down and be like, we don't serve your kind. And mad people said, I, mad people say, I'd rather see the sign that I say, I hate niggas. Right. Right. So it's I, like, then, then you will understand. But that's like life. So like, if you got family in the South, that's the difference. So, uh, right. So my degree is in sociology. This is this is why all of this shit is like annoying to me because this is all the shit that we study. But right. basically, the life in the South is overtly racist where you are aware of the systems and aware of the, the social norms. So basically, if you go, so for example, you go to the South, you know, yo, if I go work at this bank, never going to be the the, brand, the branch manager. I'm going to only be a teller. Like this right. is the bank. You know, you can't, you can't, let's call like a glass ceiling. Like, you know what the glass ceiling is. Right. North and in, in, you know, highly populated cities, you have this sort of culture where like you're walking and they'll be like, yo, we hire everybody. You put your application in, you get denied. The person that gets the job is like a white person that's like less qualified than you. But then they smile on your face and go, oh, like you just you just didn't get the job. Or like you get in and you yeah. get the job at the bank, right? Mm-hmm. You can tell her and they like, yo, you about to be the branch manager. It's lit. You doing all this work. But you just never get the, you know, the raise or you never get the the promotion. You never get it. So I think that's the difference. And it's the it's a question of whether or not like, you know, as a northerner, a lot of us will say that. Like, yo, I just want them to say that. I just want them to say that. And right. in southerners, some southerners feel like they prefer to have it where like, because at the end of the day, I feel like in the north, you feel like there's a chance. Like, yeah, you might get in and yeah, it might be a little racist or you, you don't know if it's racist because they smile in your face. Right. So you might get the job as opposed to going into the south where a lot of the places that are still racist, you know, like you, you never going to get there. And if you do get there, do you even want it? Like, right. you know what I'm saying? So, right. so I agree. I agree. But at the same time, like, uh, just to sort of get into politics a little bit, we need to get into local politics first and foremost. Until we get into local politics, 
things on a president level, on an executive level, they're not as relevant if I'm going to keep it a buck. Like, think about it. From the last two presidents, and we both from the hood, what's really changed in the hood? Nothing. Nothing. Just... like, you know what I'm saying? And I hate the, you know, I don't like, 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 I'm not one of the type of niggas that be like, Obama didn't do shit for the white people. I mean, for black people, I'm not one of them type of niggas, but I knew that shit wasn't going to change. It just was going to bring hope. It's just not, you're right. It's just not Obama. We've been though. on hope president. forever. Right. But it's just not Obama. It's any president, bro. Like, yeah. so when it comes to, when it comes to like where we from and, 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 and whatnot, it's like, bro, at the end of the day, until we get involved in the politics that really affect where we from and whatnot, like on a real level where like, on oh God, bro, like I just had to move the car like cause of alternate parking and I'm driving and I look on the ground and the road is messed up. Right. And you like, damn, you be like the road is messed up. That's shit like that. Or even being around here and seeing the increased police presence for what reason? Like I, there's places you could go to ask that question, right? It's the community board meeting. You could go, you could go to whatever the police meeting is. You could talk to people. You could see what it is. Now, right. obviously life in the city makes it really hard because we all work. Right. And so getting to those meetings is really hard. But at the end of the day, like we still have options. So I don't really be su- super interested in that larger political conversation because number one, most of us ain't going to really understand it because we don't have like the education for it. Like there's a degree for it. Like, so when you reading it, you'd be like, yo, like, what, what is all of this? Right. You don't even know, like, you have no idea. So you got to get involved on a low level in order to get up to the high level. So niggas is, and, and, and that's the thing. That's not exclusive. That's not exclusive to black people. Not exclusive to black people, right? This is definitely right. like a, a poor person thing. Like, right. this is like a poor person in America thing. We definitely lack the education. You feel me? And so at the end of the day, it's definitely going to be something that, we suffer from because we as like people who are impoverished and uneducated are going to suffer from it. Like until we get that education, right. it's going to continue. So I, I don't even like, I don't even really like to be like, yo, like why do black people? Cause it's a poor person thing. It's a lack of education thing. The more you educate yourself, the more you're aware of things. And that's it. The, the, the average American, uh, what is it? Uh, academic level is like eighth grade. Right. Like niggas is stupid. I've been saying so. <laughs> I've been saying that. Like as far niggas as like is stupid niggas is stupid. Like niggas like yo, how did Trump become the president? Because these niggas is dumb. Oh, right. okay, that blanked out. What you call it? Uh, I'm like yo, niggas is dumb. Like niggas is dumb. Like what? Like what else? What else can I tell you? Other than niggas is dumb. My like they gonna like like this nigga came out, bro, and this came out. This nigga came out swinging. Trump came out swinging. He came out like, yo, I'm talking to all you middle America people that ain't nobody ever talked to you. I'm about to like, for instance, Trump is like a Republican Democrat. Like Trump came out and said all that fire shit Democrats be saying to black people. He said all that shit to them dusty ass white people, and they believed him. That nigga had four years. He ain't do nothing for them niggas, bro. That nigga lied every single time and it never came. My boy said, the miners, we coming back. We about to get coal again. The niggas was like, yo, yeah. Nothing happened. Nigga went to the middle of America. I don't even know what he promised them. I just know he promised them shit and they didn't get it. And think about how crazy pimptastic it is that he told these niggas. <laughs> That's like black families to- when they say, you, yo, when you graduate, <laughs> 
<laughs> Yo, Yo, black family, stay doing. Yo, when you graduate, oh, I'm gonna get you a car. You graduate. Yo, you just become another nigga in the house, like, bro. The nigga, I just respect the fact that he lied to them, and literally, they just sort of stayed with him. Like, like when when you be like, yo, so like Trump said that he was gonna get yo, you. Yo, but a white people have a different level of loyalty, like, like a different level. So my man's one of my men. We got we was at this bar, right? And you know how like the black people we just shit on Bill Cosby, like shit on him. Like a lot of us just shit on him. Like ah, oh, he's a fucking rapist. So my man's, when my man's tested, he was like, yo, I'm gonna test this shit out. Cause no matter what, white women defend white white men, right? The nigga, he, he, he purposely brought up um Cuomo. Cause Cuomo had like rape, it had just popped off the rape allegations and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yo, they was defending him to a fucking T. Like nothing was wrong. See, if the women went over there, then they wanted that. Like, yo bro, it was extreme. I don't extreme. Think, you know, Cosby is a Cosby is a really tough situation nah, because it's a extremely tough situation. nobody was there. So like yes. unless you literally read in the documents and you could be like, okay, well, this person said this and this person said this and this. Like we're going based off of like what you saw on Twitter or like what you saw on NBC or like so what like you the saw overall, on, in the Cosby show that was like subliminal for drugging. Shit. I yeah, think the shit. overall thing with Cosby is like, bro, first and foremost, um, I think Eddie Griffith has said it the best he like yo during that time you did a lot of coke 100 did a lot of coke and then you would do a quaalude to balance you out and i can't attest to that because i ain't that old so let's say let's hypothetically say he's right that means the culture was different so if the culture was different then and it was normal by today's standards, it's wrong, but I don't know if it would be considered predatory. So I use an example of a lot of people who grandparents, great grandparents, your grandmother was 13, 14. Yeah. You feel me? It's something, stuff like that. Like we could look at it today and be like, yo, that was wrong. But would you say, let's say for instance, your grandparents were still alive, right? Right. And your grandmother was 14 and your grandfather was 23. Right. Are you then going to be like, yo, your grandfather got to get sentenced to child molestation? If you say yes, fine. Then you're, then you're consistent. You're consistent. But if not, and you picking and choosing, but the, the bigger thing is this circumstance. I remember one case that I read, and I don't know how valid it was, where it was like the girl, uh, he did whatever. She came over. He gave her whatever. She took it, thinking it was an Advil or something. It was a Quaalude. She nods out, gets back up. I think she may have come over multiple times, mm-hmm. but long story short, it was said that he like paid or like he had contacted her mother, paid them off. And then like, they, I think they might have signed the NDA or something. So she came out and said, in that circumstance alone, I'm like, nah, that's some real predatory shit. Cause basically for me, it's like, all right, bro, you was in the seventies. Y'all niggas was, you know, doing the Coke and doing the Quaaludes and you was getting it crazy, right? But then once y'all slipped into the eighties and the nineties, now you the culture shifted. So if you still doing it, now you're like, all right, come on, bro. You're wildin'. Like you're now, but again, I don't know if that was the case. So he had a hundred shorties, 60 shorties, but then at the end of the day, he's immensely rich, like immensely rich to the point right. where, like, yeah, you would get people that's gonna lie. So the thing is, is when you get one or two shorties that lie, like the one lady who lied in her story and admitted it after the fact, now you it makes everything sort of invalid and that's the same thing with like tori and, and meg like i know that story 
Nobody I mean, never told it, but I know the I know the original story to that. I don't know. All this, all I know. All right, I know. If I don't know the original story, I've heard this story from people, from two all different sources is, of people. All I'm saying are close to both people. Listen, all I'm saying is the point is. Nah, no, nah, I know what you. I know what you're saying. Um, Bindi, we 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 put down. We put down somebody like like the way everybody put down Tory. I'm not mad because I get it. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, that's a bit fishy, bro. Like it's a hundred percent fit. It's a hundred percent. I don't like fishy. the I don't like the believe like taking her individual circumstances saying believe black women because you both made claims. And y'all both made claims. Mm-hmm. So we have to let it play out. Right. I think that if if we being fair, neither one of y'all, sh- nobody should have did business with either one of y'all. I agree. Cause and, it, and and I'm not trying to be funny, and maybe you know the little more than me. If you shot a black woman, you don't think your eyes will be locked up no matter how much money you got? If no. you intentionally, the way Meg told it, like no. nigga, you nigga, you shot me. No, nigga, you shot me. But she said that he shot her, and then she, you know, she lied about it initially because she was afraid of what the police was gonna do. And that's a hundred percent a valid you know, thing to feel, even though, you know, I don't necessarily, I personally don't, but I truly and honestly believe that everybody was drunk. I believe that somebody was playing with a gun, whether it be him or whoever, I think the gun went off. I think the gun ricocheted. I think it hit his foot. That's exactly what happened. But I don't think he literally no. Back and was like, no, yo, I to no. shoot. He'll be in jail. He will be in jail under the jail. Here's <sighs> the thing. Here's the thing. Damn, we got we went from conservative. So this is how the story was told to me by two sources. I it think was he was hit fucking Kinsley first. That's the friend, right? Yes. Cause if you take, if you if you rewind back, go to the day that. I'm on Twitter a lot and I'm on social media a lot when things pop up. You go back to the time of when it happened. The story came out. Tory Lanez was trying to shoot somebody because Dave was trying to rob Meg Thee Stallion. That's how the story came out. Then it started to unfold. And as it unfold, one person, image and name was kept out of it purposely. It said unidentified person in all stories. In all the stories. So now it was start, it started from a rigorous situation. It started from glass in the foot, etc. So now the story unfolds. The unidentified person was always Kinsley. What I'm being told is that Kinsley was drunk. I mean, Kinsley was fucking on Tory first. She caught COVID. And Meg Thee Stallion started splashing Tory. They all at a party. They get end up in the car. And I think they got into some type of argument and was like, bitch, you was fucking my nigga, bitch, you was fucking my nigga, da-da-da. Max Stallion, like 5'10". Kinsley, I'm guessing, is like 5'4". There's a gun there. Max Stallion is, is drunk and she's coming at me. Grabbed the ratty. And I think Tory Lanez grabbed the ratty with her to try to put it down. It ricochets and hit Megs in the foot. That's I swear to God, that's, I feel like that's the story. And that's the most clear sense story it makes. Because... If you intend to shoot somebody, you cannot aim and hit somebody in the hill unless they running. She never said she was running. I think, again, I just think 
But the head, the but the moral of the story, regardless of how it happened, how the residue it's just, it's just unfortunate that a black woman was hurt in the process. Like, period. I I agree, but I I agree. I feel more that number one, I don't think that you should use a situation like that and attach it to like believe women, and then like yeah, yeah, yeah. because at the end of the day, we've literally seen that you said something. He said something. Another girl said something. Now it just looks like a case. Like, bro, like, right. play out. Like, y'all do y'all thing. You feel me? Because if it was like, yo, Meg said, and everybody else who was there said, and then it's just him saying he did something opposite, then it's like, oh, nah. Like, on some Cosby shit. Like, on some, right, like, yo. Right, like, right. Again, that's the reason why we all jumped on that bandwagon, because everything was very consistent. Like, okay, right. one, two, three, four, five. Now you right. look at it, it immediately was 17 stories. Right. No disrespect. I don't mean to say that she's lying. I'm just saying, I don't know. So I'm right. not about to say, like, safely, I'm going to step back. Right. And my primary focus is to say, listen, I believe women because statistically, niggas be doing wacky shit. Niggas do be doing but, wacky shit. Because but I when think- niggas become rich, I personally feel niggas become weird. And I mean anybody. Yes. Yes. So you rich first and foremost, y'all just came from Kylie Jenner crib in the in the in the private SUV driving down. Nah, yeah, no, 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 no. Y'all rich now. Mm-hmm. That wasn't nigga activities. That was rich drunk activities. Right. That was rich drunk activities. And then you know, you, you got caught up out there. First and foremost, y'all are nobody <clears throat> to the people in that neighborhood. You nobody. got dead. Dentist that's making more money than rappers, bro. You understand what I'm saying? So, like, you in the hidden hit, wherever they was. Beverly Hills or something like that. Yeah, them cops was like, all right, you got some weird domestic sort of dispute. You know what I'm saying? They don't arrest him. But then at the same time, you got COVID. But like I said, we over here speculating. And unless we read the documentation, if we have access to it, we don't know. What I will say is, regardless of what the circumstance is, if when an accusation is made, things seem fishy, Right. Like too many different accounts, different accounts. That's when I step back. That's just it. Like, because, and, and I always say it like, bro, like God forbid, either one of us are placing a cer- a similar circumstance where somebody's making a claim against us. And we're like, yo, A, that person is like B. Then you got another person that's like C and another person like D. You, at that point, whoever you back is who you like. Right. That's who you like. And so I would prefer for everybody to stay back and not really get behind nobody and just let the process go away as long. We try. There's still no outcome of it. And it's like we sit there and trash Tory. He can't do nothing. Well, it ain't like, slowly, it ain't like the system slowly is Slowly he's starting to hang though. out with rappers. Slowly he's starting to hang out with rappers and shit right. like that. So slowly he's coming back. But like for it, it will forever tarnish until that story is solved. Yeah, 100%. 100%. Especially given the fact that like, we, I don't know. Again, just because I said I don't know. Yeah, just because I said I don't know. It's like I said, I can't get behind. I can't really get behind either one of them. Because for me, you know, I really hope that it was just, a, I hope that they were so drunk, she's not clear. You feel me? I hope that it wasn't that she was, you know, under the cer- under the circumstance where he didn't, you know, intentionally shoot her. And then yeah. he maybe, I hope that she didn't come out of that and go, oh shit, like this is a messed up situation. Let me throw Tori under the bus. I hope that wasn't it. I really, truly, and I truly believe that's not the case. I truly believe they was just drunk off their ass. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was a gun involved and, you know, and shit just got got fishy. But, like, if it does come out that this nigga really just... I'm not fucking with him. Like, come on I barely fuck with him now. I don't fuck with either one of them right now because I think that... I, I, I don't really separate the art from the artist. 
So for me, it's like, all right, bet, let me stand back and let me just see what it is. Like even now talking about this now, like I never, I never talked about any of this publicly because, you know, I just didn't want to step on toes because at the end of the day, black women are and have always been the most discriminated against the most. hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? So it's it's always tough to talk about something like this. But that's why I said I don't want to attach this individual situation to the larger concept. Right. I mean, like, right. I'm not about the she's not the walking embodiment of believe black women. There are way more cases where it's way 100% more hundred percent way more cases. I mean, but because of the internet, that's what they do. Like, oh, I, I thought y'all believe black women. And it's just like and that that's the thing. That and that and that's the thing, and that is like that's that, that extremely right there alone causes headaches. It's like all right, we and then it's like even in situations is is coming to a point like even in situations when we was all supposed to back Jesse Smoulette and this is like he used two of the things to get his point across, being black and being gay. So it's like you he used it to his biggest advantage and the whole shit was fraud. And we were sitting there on there like that's not right. But to me, when the story first came out, it always felt fishy because it's like, see, my upbringing is kind of different. Even though I, I'm from New York, but I went to a school. I went to a school. It was called UOC, right? It was, it was inside TAF. TAF is like one of the worst high schools in the Bronx. So mm. it was called a Urban Academy and History and Citizenship for black, for young black men, right? So it was, no, young men, my fault. So it was just, we. I had 5% of that teachers, Muslims as teachers. So I've been taught at, since 14 black history, all the way until I was 18. So I correlated to say this. If I if the cops come and some racist ass shit happened to me, I'm not keeping a fucking noose around my neck. To prove anything in the world. I'm not, I've seen it too many times for me to keep a noose around my neck. A noose? Like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. And then it's like, even when we was at odds, like, some people was over here. Oh, yeah, I don't believe him. Y'all don't support the gay community. And then some people was over here was like, yo, I think he lying. When you when the story came out, like Dave Chappelle hit it on the head. Ain't you that effing from from ain't you that effing nigga from um Empire? A racist wouldn't watch Empire. <laughs> like, like it was like it just it didn't make no sense but you know then then end up high it was the two hires that was like extras on empire two african dudes that was extras on empire then the story came out and it's just one of those situations where it is um true stories of of people being homophobic and killing black men for being homosexual like it, it is true that exists and then you take away the seriousness in it by doing what the fuck you want to do and being selfish Rich niggas is weird, bro. Rich niggas I really, is weird. like, I just, I, I, yo, I don't even like to attach them. Like, come on, bro. How many times, first of all, on our level of, of finance and class, right. when have you heard of a nigga getting into a Meg Tory situation, to a Jussie Smollett situation, to a Bill Cosby situation? This is all rich nigga shit, bro. It is. It's all rich nigga shit. Like, at because the her nigga shit is very direct. And it's, yeah, it's, it's like, come on, bro. Like, even, even with the gay community in the hood, like, you got messy situations. You don't even got, you don't got nothing like that, bro. Like, with the Cosby nothing. shit, with the Cosby shit. I can't speak for everybody hood. I could tell you that where I, where I came up at, none of that was ever tolerated. It wasn't pushed up. It wasn't propped up. N none of, none of the niggas I grew up with, we never 
talked about like yo take that from her whatever like don't get me wrong we wasn't feminist we wasn't like yo like yeah for consent like it wasn't that so, I, mean, I, I can't sit here and lie i ain't gonna hold you them older niggas was like that they say certain shit you just like i feel like culturally yes i feel yeah. like there's definitely like some problem a lot of problematic stuff a lot but of i never stuff. but i never had but i never had like like rape Close like proximity, like yeah, yeah close rape, proximity. rape culture, rape culture, right? Like that, that is 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 definitely remnants of the past, where like you sexualize a woman, you catcall, you get yeah. aggressive, if you don't if if they don't talk back to you, or whatever. But like, oh, rejection, God, yeah. I've never seen, I've never seen like grab up on a shorty, yoke up, none of that, because it was always like up until that point, it was understandable, which is still bad. But like up until the point of yelling at a girl, that was it. Like you feel me? Like like yo, I right, fuck you then, and then they keep it pushing. Cause to be honest with you, the shorties I grew up with, and the niggas I grew up with, we all fought. So it wasn't like you know what I'm saying. Like if so, if a New York shorty got called and got disrespect too much, she punched a nigga in the face, and that's gonna be what it is. Like I ain't never saw niggas jumping shorties, beating shorties up. You feel me? That like, was never a thing. I don't. So, I don't so that's the point I'm making. Like yes, we had a bad culture, but we didn't yeah. have Cosby as a culture. Right. Like it right. wasn't like it wasn't like you literally was like yeah my man son he be drugging shorties just like taking it like never in life like, like that in, wasn't it, a common that wasn't a common nah that wasn't a common thing and if it was said it was like you said it wasn't from our coaches probably from older niggas like for real from older super older, older niggas was just extremely like perverted they extremely perverted like they say things that's just outrageous bro I didn't hear. Not trying to be funny, but like even on some like the consensual on the consensual level as far as sex, I didn't hear certain shit it from our age. I didn't hear not it's gonna might sound crazy. It's a like these older niggas is the ones that told me about putting the e-pill on a girl butt, and it's like what would make you think of that? But that's older niggas shit. They just but I feel like too, but I feel like too, a lot of that is just like how niggas did drugs in the 70s. Yeah, some of it was some of it was we did drugs, not oh, I snuck an e-pill in a shorty ass. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just like, oh, that's weird. But that's the distinction. That's right, why I get hard. Like, when you doing drugs, like, so for instance, like, I remember watching a bunch of SVU, and it's like, if a man and a woman both has six drinks, and they both drunk, and at that point, you have a rape sort of situation where, like, let's say, for instance, they're together, and they both start sex. Two inebriated people shouldn't interact with each other sexually because neither one can give consent. So That's because true. of that, because of that, the societally we still look at the man a lot of times as the aggressor. Right. But and again, we're talking about two people who know each other, not like a man off the street and a woman. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking about yeah. like an actual like y'all know each other. Right. That gets murky. That gets murky. But. That's the reason why, like, the culture was different during that time. So it's like, if y'all go to some college party and y'all both shit face, yeah. But at the same time, just like in a lot of colleges, you'll have, like, the frat dudes who... Oh, they niggas extreme. They'll literally be like, all right, we're going to get drunk and she's going to give it up. And if she fights, just give her more drinks and then you can just take it. That's different yeah, than, yeah. like, oh, we both drunk and then whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel me? So again, but again, every time we talk about this type of stuff, and I make this a point at all times, we're talking about white people or rich people. Right. We ain't never talking about like like middle class, low class, black and brown people. But it doesn't, it does exist. It, uh, it's less cases. It's less everything, cases. Everything exists everywhere, yeah, yeah, but yeah. it's not cultural. 
It's not okay, a normal, okay, 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 right? Like everybody kills people, right? Everybody has crime, but crime is not intrinsically black, right? Everybody, every not everybody, rape exists in society, but there's certain places that it exists a little bit more. You feel me? Especially, and then, especially um, statutory. So it's like right, and so that's the I'm thinking. Why. Like, if I'm not mistaken, just take it. We could just take it. If I'm not mistaken, in Utah, a girl could be like 14 or something like that. Again, who made the rules, bro? Who made white the people. laws? White people. So at the end of the day, like, I'm not saying, you know, I am saying, but like, you could, like, like that's some white shit. And niggas be like, oh, it's not some white shit. Who made the rules? I did. We didn't. <laughs> Can't fucking, this ain't Libya, nigga. This ain't Liberia. This ain't Sierra Leone. <laughs> this ain't South Africa. This ain't Zambia, <laughs> Zambia, whatever so other I think, country. I think the argument today is that, today from women, as far as what I hear, is is more of the okay we bring it to your attention that this is wrong why did y'all normalize it and follow these rules not understanding that we thought it was normal and that's what the fuck we was doing now that you're bringing awareness to it and now you bringing it you telling me that is wrong now they think rome is built a lot of people just think rome is built in one day it's it takes small conversations like this to bring awareness that these things are wrong like coercion was a thing Yo, if shorty not fucking me, or you not fucking, I'm not paying for your cab to get back. I don't know how you're going to get home. It was situations that I've heard niggas do that. It's situations where I heard, I heard my friends do that. Again, and I feel like a lot of it, a lot of it, unfortunately, um, isn't necessarily equal because you won't necessarily get into a circumstance where uh, a man is, you know, like, a woman is trying to get sex from a man and, and she does some sort of coercive maneuver. But right. there are coercive maneuvers that a woman would do to use sex to get something. Oh, so I think that the culture, I think that our culture overall has a problem. Yeah, it leans a lot heavier on we the don't have We don't have proper conversations as humans. We don't, we don't get educated. To we be don't get educated people. in those departments. Yeah, we don't get educated. And so now that we're aware of it, I think the next generation is definitely a lot more like it's better to be over aware than under. You feel 100%. me? It's, it's better to be like too respectful than not respectful at all. Right. So like even now there were kids with the genders and they respect it and they understand it and sexualities, they understand it. Yeah, part of me is like, all right, you have way too many categories now and things are confusing, but it's better to have way too many categories, be confused and look for clarity as opposed to not have any at all and then have a lack of representation. That's so, a fact. You know, that's that's really where there's a benefit. Like, okay, well, you know what? There's a thousand boxes, but it's better to have a thousand boxes than two when there was a time when there was no box for us. So I'm not going to be mad. I'm not going to be yeah, mad exactly. that, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's getting representation, even though I do feel like there's a, there's some of it is convoluted. It can be, it can be reduced. It can be condensed, right? but we're on a good path. So uh, being aware of all of this stuff is cool. Even having these conversations is cool where you're like, yo, we had an issue before, or this cultural thing that we did wasn't great. Right. Now we need to change that thing. Right. And then, and then it's like, but then it's, it's like, even in the conversations in which, in which I see, I'm not going to say it's a reality, but it can be depending if I think a lot of people hold social media to, and, and make it their reality. They really treat like their day-to-day -day life. Like oh, I've seen this on social media. Right. So we have these situations where now the male, I can only speak for, I, I'm only speak for my community because I don't date white people. I don't date white. I don't be around white people to know, and I don't date white women. So 
I, I've been seeing constant complaints about, oh, why men don't approach us? And it's like, now we're being respectful because you brought something to our attention. You said when y'all out, when women are out on brunch, they don't want to be approached. They don't want to be bothered. This is woman's time. So now the men take a step back and they just respect it. So now it's like, oh my God, now I'm not getting attention I want. So now it's like, we in a, 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 a the, the over being aware. See, I just think nothing that come in mass don't come with a curse. That's just my logic on things, right? So now that you ask for this type of respect, now the disconnect is that we're not interested in the women. Right. So now the men don't know how to approach. Or certain men is like, okay. If she comes, if she comes to holler at me, then I speak. But other than that, we're not gonna holler. But you know, women, I can't I can't speak for women. I can only say to a certain extent, but women kind of like can't say get off or th like thrive or they like to be pursued and chased and, and, and attention brought to them a lot of times because they always been in a place of it. So to ask to not do it is is different for them and they don't they don't really like it because it's like it doesn't make them feel important anymore. I, I, like I can't or or, or whole value, I guess. I think the internet inflates everything. I think that yeah, hundred percent. So case in point, if you're not on the internet, you don't, you're not of that mindset. You're not of if that you're mindset. On the internet, you're going to brunch and you hollering at shorties. Right. I need you to understand that there are way more people not on the internet than, than it is are on the internet. Than it is. That's the internet fact. makes the internet inflates a lot of conversations that aren't even necessarily happening in the real world. Like right. Case in point, we in the city. You feel me? You you outside of your internet interactions, how often are you challenged about pronouns? Not a lot. We don't. You want to know why? Here's the crazy shit. I've been I've been figured this out. That's New that's York. Important. New York niggas don't even use pronouns because they'd be like, "Yo, son, yo, shorty, yo, that's, whatever." That's and and, and to be honest with you, like depending on where you at, number one, shorty isn't necessarily always girl. It could be kid, it could be whatever. It could be kid. Or that nigga over there, that nigga, that nigga could be a girl, it could be a guy, it could be whatever. There are certain things that are closer to a gender, but we speak a language of our own. So the reason why I, I bring this up is because it's like everything that's going on the internet, I watch it. And I, you, there was a point where I almost was like, yo, this thing, yo. And then I would talk to my friends and most of my friends are not really on social media like that, right? Right. So I would bring it to them and they'd be like, what are you talking about? And that's when I had to realize like, oh shit, like these are real people. And they're right. not like, I'm like, if I bring it to them, I've brought this rule to them that they weren't aware of. So it's not really real. So as far as like with women not wanting, you know, to, to be approached, like, I think that's an extreme. I think if you, if you, let's say like you really, <laughs> if you like really awesome player shit, if right. you want to play shit, number one, you was always respectful. Yes. You was always respectful. So so you yeah. never had an issue with that. If you want to play shit, now this is a, the best time for a player because at the end of the day, it's like you could run down on a group or a shorty and you could really just use all the tools to be more respectful. Right. Like, yo, and I'm not trying to disrespect you. I know a lot of times people don't want to be approached. Can I approach you? That alone, if she's not, if she doesn't, she's going to be like, nah. And you'll be like, all right, respectfully, move on. But at that point, if she did want to be, she's going to be over the top because you're like, oh, my God, this guy is so respectful. A hundred percent. And it's lit. So for me, like, as far as it being like, oh, like women, like this disconnect of guys and girls and the ability to sort of interact with each other. I think that comes from niggas that don't know how to be social. 
I think that like I think that they they don't got no. no it's, it's too. I agree with you, and I think it's I think it's two. I think it's two sides to it. It's, it's from <laughs> niggas that don't know how to be social and shorties it's niggas that, that don't. Yeah, it's to come from niggas that don't know how to be. No, it's it, but shorties that don't get enough attention because a lot of the girls who keep saying that a lot of times, excuse me, a lot of the girls who say are the girls who don't get attention at all, and some of the girls who say it are the ones who only get bad attention. Yo, you know what's so crazy, like. I don't know. I, maybe I could articulate. You'll probably you'll probably finish finish the alley for me. A lot of the women are complaining about that. That's on TikTok. Are the how do you say this? The friend that don't know why you want to talk to. One in a sense, but like all the Oreo cookie girls, like the oh yeah. Am I lying? Yo, first and foremost, TikTok has like a plague of the hell. Yeah, that TikTok happened earlier. We went. I had yeah, I, 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 what'd you call it? But it's all good. I got other video. What'd you call it? TikTok has a, a sort of uh, high number of racially ambiguous like people who have identity issues. Issues. Oh my god, they got identity issues because because. The internet has inflicted. So first of all, let's be very clear. TikTok has given a voice to middle American black people. Whether oh they my be- God. They never had a platform. They never, never. had a- so, Never. So boom. At first I was like, yo, oh, this mulatto shit, this mixed shit, this biracial shit, woo woo. But then I started listening <clears throat> and they would be like, yo, I grew up in a predominantly white town with right. a bunch of people. And I'd be like, oh shit. Like neither one of us can understand that, bro. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Like, we didn't grow up in predominantly white areas. So I made a video talking about it. And the summary is this, like somebody has said, this one girl, she's like, I'm mixed, I'm mixed, I'm mixed, I'm biracial, I'm biracial, right? The way race in America works, there's no biracial, there's no mixed. There is no culture. (laughs) It It doesn't exist. It just doesn't doesn't exist. exist. And so the thing is, in other countries, it does. So case in point, UK, you got like mixed race, and they have their own subsect. And I can't explain that culture, but I know at least they claim it to be culture. Right. Race is a construct that white people have created and dominated. Yes. So at the end of the day, if a white person looks at you and sees what, what are they gonna see? They don't see mixed race, they see nigga. So case in point, I'm talking in this video, I'm like, yo, like mixed and biracial isn't a cultural identity because when you pluck Two mixed race people, you may have a New York black German white. You might have a Louisiana black English white, Irish white, white. Uh, Polish white, or just a white American who doesn't know what they are and very well maybe part black. And so all of them, when you put them together, they're just different. Right. So they're so different. The only exclusive thing that makes them similar would be, oh, I'm black and I'm white. But when you pluck two biracial people, they don't always look alike. They're not all yellow. They're not all curly hair. They're not all caramel skin. So because of that, at the end of the day, it's not, it just falls under a subsection of blackness. And then even when it comes to being black, I'm black, you black, you're fairer than me. I'm not as dark as somebody else. We know intrinsically what we are. And I think that a lot of times too, it depends because so I'm black American and I'm Caribbean. 
And but I grew up with my black American family. My black American family is literally from the whitest of white to the darkest of dark. So because of that, and I have a really large family in the South as well as here in the North, <clears throat> Georgia, Tennessee, New York, other states. <clears throat> so because my family is so big, I kind of always understood blackness to be light, dark, long hair, short hair, whatever. Right. I know that. Like I, I literally never questioned that. It, it got to the point where growing up. <clears throat> aside from the fact that my family's from the Caribbean as well, I'll assume you black first. Right. And then move on. Now, as I grew and learned, and I understood that the African diaspora, blah, 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 like black people got dropped off at different places. Right. In New York, we separate by language a lot of times. Yes. So when we say, oh, like when, when niggas say like, oh, like, oh, you Spanish though. First one, we say Spanish, niggas ain't from Spain. Right. You got to understand that the... These are just black people that got dropped off over here and got fucked by their slave master a little bit more. That's a like, fact. Everybody's black. And the only reason why they're different, because if everybody in Puerto Rico, Dominican Republic spoke English, they'd just be, they'd be just like Jamaicans. They'd be just like Trinidadians who nobody argues are black. That's it. So, so it's, it's, it's shit like that. So this is like this identity thing for these, for these mixed kids comes from the fact that they come from an area that doesn't even have a lot of black people. So they're not that connected to blackness as a whole. And then they were mulatto and or mixed rather. And then they were they were raised by their white families and a lot of white people gave up their identity. You know who doesn't have an identity crisis issue? Let's say a, a, a German person that lives in Kansas, somebody who came from Germany, moved to Kansas, had a kid with a black person. Yeah, that kid might be like, yo, I don't really know what it's like to be black because I didn't grow up with black people. But you know what that kid is? German. That kid right. is not going to question their Germanness, right? Oh, I speak right. German. I understand my German culture, whatever. Whiteness, there's no culture. There's no culture. So you just kind of like, so when you lose the color, when you lose the racial portion of it, you lose an identity. You don't have an identity. What is it? Baseball and fucking hot dogs? Like, what is your culture? What is white culture in America? <laughs> Nothing. Slavery, slavery and war. I don't know. Right, but th but there's nothing that comes with an individual. There's nothing that can properly connect. It's just yeah, take, exactly. take, take. It ain't really and not, much. And, to... and that's not something right now. So again, it's like it's like when you when you come from an area like, and then the problem is, I'm gonna keep using Kansas. Does Kansas have culture? Yes, Kansas, the state has culture. The problem is, once you're half white, once you're half black, rather and you don't look like the rest of the white people, white people block you off from experiencing that culture, whatever that culture may be. So like those half black people, they don't get to go to the fair. They don't get to just live and, and be cool with people. No, now they're ostracized. Now they're different. And so they just don't have the greatest of experiences. And so that's- I, At what point do you, at what point do you blame it? Like, cause a lot of the people that are complaining, the mixed breaks people are complaining, they talking about, see, that's one thing that I'm learning, like even, Cause I'm going to the therapy today. I told you, and it's like a lot of us speak. A lot of us haven't fixed the inner child. We are adults running around with a with a hurt inner child. And my thing is, my my question to you is, when do you we hold them accountable for not searching up and looking for shit to understand blackness? Because it's all of we we are in the internet time now. I get you what I did. We can hear it. We can hear it and see it. We can hear it and see it. But to experience it is different. I get that part. But a lot of, I found a lot of people, like, it was this girl that explained the same shit that they was talking about. Like, the whole, she was a dark-skinned woman and her vernacular was good and she, the white black people mistreated her and the white people didn't accept her because she was black. And she was like, that shit 
when I used to say certain shit, that's the, the same shit that makes people talking about. It was like I found out that it was like some deep self hate shit, and well, I had to expound on it and understand it, and and I had to find a solution to it. She's like, I used to say the same thing. I already said nigga. So it's like it's, it's like it's, it, I'm not saying that it. I can't tell an adult where to get the experience from, but I can tell you, you it is history that you can search to understand some some things. Americans are dumb. That's right. number one. number two. A lot of the mixed people, when they attempt to explore their roots, are shunned by their family. True. So I think that True. we can't. It's like you can't really ever necessarily hold them accountable until they do something that is harmful against someone else. Until they're harming someone else, I don't think you can't really get mad at them for expressing their perspective right like their perspective whether you choose to engage with them or not is on you i don't choose to engage these niggas i don't like if i did though i would say because there's a lot of pan-african people on tiktok who are engaging them and there are actually a lot of first of all let's be clear as a traditionally black whatever person that's not my responsibility I'm not about to do that. But there are other mixed people on TikTok who are like, yo, let me let me holla at you. I get right. where you're coming from. Right. I'm going to school you. And there's a lot of some people I can link like that are good people who like are like, yo, I can talk to you about this. And so I think that those are the people that they need to reach out to and they need to create that sort of bridge in that community. But at the same time, I think that everybody needs therapy, really. And everybody needs like a black therapist, but it, it, you know what it is? This shit is a real complex and I'm, we could close it off after this because this shit could go on forever. Right. At the end of the day in the United States that we we're a very physically large country and we literally know we sitting on right now, yo, you are uptown nigga. I'm a Brooklyn nigga, bro. We really are two different type of black people. Right. 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 So you got uptown, downtown, New York city, then you got upstate New York niggas. Bro, we're all different types of black people. I, I've always compared the United States and the various little pockets of black people to the Caribbean. The only reason why we respect the Caribbean for, for different cultures is because they're on islands. The only reason why the United States black people are not respected as far as different cultures is because we on one landmass. My nigga, if you pluck somebody from Georgia, Louisiana, California, Chicago, and Detroit, you're not going to have a room full of the same type of niggas. You not them niggas is wild different. I'm right. talking damn near different languages. So if you wouldn't call a Jamaican and a and a Trinidadian the same, which they are not, then don't call people from some Creole, some Louisiana Creole, some Louisiana Cajun, uh, a fucking uh, a black person from Cali, a black person from Tennessee, a black person. These niggas is different, and I'm telling you this because like, bro, like I'm not the same as an Atlanta nigga at all, bro. Like them niggas speak a different language, bro. Respectfully. <laughs> Atlanta respect. niggas is is in. Uh, I was in Atlanta, bro. Language, bro, and but, but respect the language, respect the culture. Like, like, boom, you could talk to them, and it might take twenty minutes before y'all start to understand each other. And then when y'all start talking about your life experiences, the life experiences are similar because of what poverty, right? A lot of it is poverty. Like, yo, I'm I'm from the hood. Y'all I'm from the slum, from Zone Six, whatever. You be like, okay, bet, yeah, yeah, niggas got shot where I'm from. Yeah, niggas got shot where I'm from. Right. You know, 
Now you might talk about some 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 cultural things like chicken and 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 seasoning your food and and you know being able to dance and having rhythm shit like that. You feel me? But outside of that, you guys are very different. And I think that we we hyper focus on the similarities because we don't feel like we really have like an identity. And I understand that, but we also need to respect the differences. Like the differences don't make us different, but you know we're still one people, but we're one people in a bunch of different places. Like when I, when I deal with people from, you know, like Louisiana over there, they got different seasonings. I cook, so they got different seasonings. And it's like, I could learn from that. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, they, they use this, I use this. It's just different. Like, so to wrap it all up, the, the identity conversation, you know, I'm, I'm happy that it came up. I'm happy that they are bringing their stories to the forefront, but I do wish that, the people who made more sense had a bigger voice so that those little voices could go to them. That's like when people are making complaints, like, like, Oh, like I just, I never fit in. And it's just like, you probably didn't fit in cause you was weird. That's it. You was weird. That's it. Like the end of the day, whether you dark skin or you white passing, if you pulled up and everybody was listening to trap, everybody listening to drill and you pulled up on your golf shit, you wasn't going to fit in one way to the next. <laughs> you wasn't. Nobody was going to let that rock, bro. Nobody was going to let that rock. You, you're a weirdo. You're a weirdo. The same way that if everybody was gothic, funny thing, and I pulled up on my, like, you know what I'm saying? Bow, bow, on that, on that type of time. You wouldn't not fit with the golf you You're not. You're not. And so at I'm the end always, of the day, I don't, I never, I, I, would, I would love to speak to somebody that's black and golf because I never understood how you got into it and where, where it came from. Like, now that I view it as something bad, I just wanted to know how did you get into it? It's, that would be an interesting story to hear. I would love to hear it too. Cause that's just to a total different world. Like extreme, totally like your dressing is different. You talk different. I mean, I know a lot of, I skateboard. So I, I knew a lot of what I, I don't I, know. I don't know no black golf, golf people. Of course yeah. in high school they exist, but it's like, they were shunned. So it's like we didn't have a connection with them. You and when you link, and when you, you need to find one of them and link them and be like, yo, like I know you they probably not gothic no more. You gotta be like, yo, what was you on? And, like, and, and even all on? even all that the closest connection we had to do, like, like it, it wasn't even poverty, wasn't even the conversation. It was mainly niggas watching Dragon Ball Z. So it's like they that was the only connection, and it was like that person was into it deeper than I was. It was in but, movies too, so I think a lot of it had to do with like when you came up in the hood and you didn't like rap or you didn't like the tradition. Play sports. Yeah, or if you didn't Niggas do that. that didn't play ball was weird to me. Yeah, That you was watched. weird. Yeah, I, don't, I, I didn't play basketball, so. That was like weird to, I swear to God, I was weird to niggas. Like, Actually, I had no, one nigga, I had one nigga, even the niggas that didn't play ball, right? Them niggas would be like, yo, we, we got six. Like, we gonna play three on three, you gonna play. He didn't shoot and stay in his little spot. But I had one nigga that I that used to be cool with that didn't play ball, bro. He was just focused, like, mainly on women. He went and dribbled basketball. And it was kind of weird to me. But I still was hanging out with the nigga out of, after, um, after school and shit. But it's like, yeah, like you said, we do. But, like, a golf nigga, a conversation with a golf nigga, black, isn't it? I, that's very interesting. Because I would love to hear the other, another. Because, like you said, like, we do focus on the similarities. Like, we don't focus on the other. When we hear white, when we hear black people, to, especially you brought up a good point. The mid, the middle class black people tell stories and they say crazy shit like, 
Hey, it'd be a lot of them that say this shit too. I don't see color and shit like they don't understand it. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I would love to have a conversation with them. I would love to have a conversation with a lot of people because it is different types of blacks. It's like, it's like also, damn, my shit stopped recording. must be on um, full. But um, we had 73 minutes. You need to cut this shit. So, I, I, yeah. Don't cut it. Um, so it is important to, um, even so like even to this day, me as a, a black American, I love having conversations with Jamaican people. That's my favorite shit to do. Like my mm-hmm. favorite shit to do. And I was just talking to the Jamaican girl. I was like, yo, bro, like where the fuck do y'all be getting y'all nickname from? Cause her, her fucking brother nickname is Mattress. And I'm like, how? And then she has an uncle named Potbelly. I'm like, how? And I'm like, yo, what was your nickname? And she said her nickname was Suck Suck. And I was like, that's crazy. But then she explained <laughs> to where it came from that they drink, um, it's like a fucking juice that come in like a plastic bag and they put a straw in it oh, and freeze yeah, yeah, yeah. it and it's called suck yeah. suck. And I was like, oh shit, Jamaican. Oh, that's what really- they call it? Okay. Yeah. Caribbean so- people all have that that same drink yeah. or that same thing, different bird. Like I, I know some Hondurans that did that and I don't remember what they call it, but whatever. Yeah, so it was it's 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 important to like really I would love to have these conversations, whether it's on a podcast or whatever the case may be. But yeah, I would uh, it's different types of blacks and it needs to be we need to value what you said we need to value our differences as well as our similarities and hold it to the same standard i agree but um you might have put the you might have put the battery in my back i might have to that's something that i actually think i would do i would it's important yeah i would do that and and the problem is we're always talking about negative shit so it kind of gets tiring right but to just talk about your experiences would be great and then also it's just like the prerequisite is to talk talk to somebody who actually like isn't dumb that's just because you if somebody if that, that nigga dumb you gonna get TikTok you gonna like, oh so I had a bad experience because like and now the <laughs> world is horrible it's like yo shut up my nigga <laughs> especially you know what it is too like we gotta talk to niggas that's older like that went through life already like I feel like these kids is definitely going through it being on the internet all the time like I really feel bad for them bro like right they got all this access but then I feel like they're just like not fully people like, right. like partially robots abused like literally I think um. Nigga Tyler said it on Twitter mad years ago. It was like, yo, how you get cyberbullied? My nigga, turn off your phone. <laughs> and it's like, my nigga, yeah, like, but these little niggas really, like, can't turn off the phone. Nah, nah. Like, nah, everything can't. is on the phone. Like, that's crazy, it's bro. It's extremely addictive for them. But that's crazy. Nah, that's very interesting. That, that, that sparks a great thought. Like, I got to get into that. Um, You said we are hour in. I hour in some change. Right hour like hour and 20 minutes i um i guess that's the ending of the podcast like yeah fuck it all right if you got any stories or anything that you want us to talk about on the podcast please send it to cory cash podcast at gmail.com you can send it anonymously i won't mention no names if you say your name thank you i need some participation i need to see that um you're listening to the podcast i need the support i need the feedback thank you